Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. WTIC. Let's say good afternoon to Paul in Waterbury. Hey, Paul. Thank you for taking my call, Todd. I just wanted to, to say that during the time you were out, I really miss you. We we live in the land of steady habits in New England, and you are a steady broadcasting habit. I, I don't think there's anybody with the depth of your intelligence on the air right now. I know I always kiss your toes, Todd, but, but you were sorely missed. Uh, well, thank my, you for that. I, I, missed, uh, I missed being here for sure. You're a part of my day, and I really look forward to your show after 3 o'clock. Uh, I wanted to say something about Biden. I, I can't quite understand why anybody even takes him seriously. The man can't even make it through a sentence and in a press conference. His mental decline is, is unbelievable. And, you know, I just have I was curious about the DEFCONs. Where are we now on the DEFCON scale for war? And right now, we're at DEFCON 3. The lowest level is DEFCON 5 in peacetime. We were at DEFCON 2 during the Cuban Missile Crisis. DEFCON 1 is pretty much your having at it in war. And it's just incredible. This man has ruined the economy. He's taken us to DEFCON 3 with Russia. Obviously, I don't think Putin would have had the nerve to go into the Ukraine, but for the way Biden got us out of Afghanistan in such a a weak way and a, and a terribly dysfunctional. No, I think that's true, and it, it's an amazing thing when you think about it that that for all the flack that Donald Trump took for putting at a, a, us at risk, now that we're at real risk, the people who are pointing at Donald Trump are sitting there mum. Wednesday afternoon, we'll take more phone calls. We've got rants to play, but joining us right now is Noah Ring. He's an early 20s young radio talk host conservative from Georgia. And we just had such a wonderful debate event on Friday night in Georgia, which we've talked about this week. I just thought it would be good to touch base with Noah and 
get a little feeling of where things are at down there. Hey there. Nice to have you back, sir. Hey, Todd. Glad you're feeling better and glad to be back here on WTIC. So that was a pretty remarkable night. And that was really the first serious um, exposure I've given myself to the race between Raphael Warnock, the sitting U.S. Senator now for almost a couple of years, and um, and a wonderful performance from a guy who's been so maligned, Herschel Walker, just the focus of a, a, a destruction narrative by the mainstream media. How did you view his performance Friday? I'm going to be honest with you. My roommate and I, we sat down on the couch, we turned it on, and, you know, we didn't expect much of Walker. He's not necessarily known for being the best speaker. And uh, very early on, I realized they gave Walker whatever they gave Biden when uh, Biden ramped it up for the debates in 2020. But he, he went on the offensive, which I think is good, mm-hmm. because Republicans as a whole just don't go on the offensive anymore. And that's kind of like why you see the Trump uh, era like ushering in with all these Kerry Lakes and Herschel Walkers, who now go back on the offensive and push back on the woke, liberal, radical reverence policies and what he wants to do with America. I mean, he said that, or he said that uh, Jesus Christ is pro-choice. There is, um, I think, I think you're right that there is something very gratifying about having somebody who represents your viewpoint be aggressive in the representation of that viewpoint. And Herschel Walker did a great job of being aggressive, but he also had humor and confidence. It was a spectacular performance, I thought. Yeah, no, I thought so too. I mean, I'm watching the debate, and it sounded like a comedy show with all with the crowd laughing on both sides. I mean, it wasn't even a very big crowd. Um, but no, I mean, Walker was Walker was going after him both, you know, in terms of I'm going to make you sound stupid, which I mean, he does. Raphael Warnock doesn't need any help with that. But also, like, I'm going to make the I'm going to make the the people listening laugh. Uh, I mean, and you know, bringing that badge. I'm not sure if you saw that point. Bringing that badge, I thought was the smartest thing he's done because he was a sheriff's deputy, and you know, he now he's able to prove, even though he's been maligned for the last two years, year and a half at least. Um, and now he was able to fight back and show, hey, radical reverend, I'm funnier than you, I'm smarter than you, and I'm going to win. We're talking with Noah Ring. He's a conservative analyst from from Georgia. Can you? Is there a larger story about about Herschel Walker and and badges and law enforcement, or was it limited to just his decision? Like, what, what's behind that decision to bring the badge in with him? Yeah, I mean, this is something that's been uh, kind of, you know, obviously they're not probably probably playing a lot of Georgia ads in Connecticut. But, yeah, they've basically been saying for the last year, um, you know, Hirsch Walker was lying about being a sheriff's deputy. Um, and so that's why he brought the badge is because, I mean, obviously being in face, being down here, being on Facebook, just being anywhere, any ad you see, Hirsch Walker is this worst person ever who lied about, you know, graduating college, lied about being the valedictorian and lied about, you know, being a, being a police officer. But you come to find out all of those things are true. He graduated college. He, he was the valedictorian of his high school class, and he was a police officer. The, the former sheriff of Cobb County, who at the time was a Democrat, even came out and said it. So this is about breaking one by one, it would seem, the mythology of the left, demonizing Herschel Walker as this uh, evil guy who's done all these horrible things. And if you start breaking apart those arguments, because there is, when they're, when they're trying to create this wall of sound that just eviscerates somebody's public reputation. You have to really take it one piece at a time, I think, and, and rearrange people's perception of each of those pieces so they can start to shift their their sense of the narrative a little bit. And I felt like Herschel Walker did a good job of straightening that stuff out, and I agree with you. The idea that he broke the rules of the debate so that he could hold up his badge 
put the spotlight on him in a very effective way and, and allowed him to command center stage. Right. Yeah, and, and for the first time in my life, I felt like the moderators were actually fair. I mean, I, my, my jaw dropped to the floor when they brought up about Raphael Warnock's church evicting tenants. I did not think they would even touch on that. Yeah, so this um, was a counter-narrative that was really damaging to Warnock, and I thought Warnock stepped in it because when he when Herschel Walker brought up the fact that, or I guess it was, you're right, it was the uh, debate moderator who asked the question. There had been a story indicating that the church that Raphael Warnock, the sitting United States senator in Georgia, is a, a pastor at, that, that they were renting out, affordable housing units to poor people and evicting some of those poor people for owing as little as $20.50 in in arrears. And Raphael Warnock's defense was to to say that it was just it was just these evil Republicans who were trying to make who were effectively attacking Martin Luther King, he was saying, because this is formerly Martin Luther King's church. And, And I thought that made him look really bad. No, I, I think it did too. And you got to you got to also keep it in this. Raphael Warnock's church, Ebenezer Baptist Church, where he's the senior pastor, he's the CEO of the church. Mm-hmm. They paid him seventy five hundred dollars a month uh, in housing allowance last year. Right. Uh, these people all combined owed less than five thousand dollars. That's one month of the radical reverend's you know pay or housing allowance on top of his ten thousand dollar a month salary from them, on top of his fifteen thousand dollar a month salary from the U.S. government, on top of his book deal. He had enough money to, hey, let's excuse this. It is pretty shocking when you, by comparison, everyone's in a frenzy over allegations unsubstantiated that are nobody's business. They're personal inside somebody's life details of their relationship with their uh with their former, well, with their girlfriend, former girlfriend. We don't even know. And who cares? Whatever whatever he represented inside of that relationship belongs inside of that relationship. Whereas Raphael Warnock, who is a public figure, continues to work, continues to get paid, continues to get a housing allowance, and he plays uh, holier than thou, and it doesn't look so good. Yeah, and I'll put it like this. I wrote an article about this um, the other day, and somebody uh, somebody sent me an email, and they're like, Noah, you also you didn't even factor this in, and I went back and edited the article. But we kind of expect two two groups of people to be better than us, uh, our, our politicians, our public servants, and our pastors. You know, you want to see a pastor who's actually, you know, better than the average person, or else you've got a big, big problem. And so, yeah, he Warnock is supposed to be on the up and up. I mean, he, he has domestic violence issues that he doesn't want to talk about. But yet it's believe all women, except for his ex-wife, but believe Herschel Walker's ex-wife, who came out and said, you know, like, he, he's better. He went to mental health uh, um, therapy. He went to therapy and everything like that, but they don't want to talk about Raphael Warnock. Uh, They want to talk about his wife and his domestic violence, but they do want to lie and malign Herschel Walker for his. Well, I I just thought it was such a wonderful moment, and and I thought Herschel Walker did a great job Friday. It was refreshing to see a, um, I don't know, people complain about how combative we are now, but sometimes you really need the combat to clarify things, and I liked how aggressive they were in getting their viewpoints out there, especially Herschel Walker. We're talking with Noah Ring. He's from Georgia. He's a radio talk host and political analyst. How do you feel about, I, I feel that these tides are shifting. And one of the races on a national level, the national punditry, Noah thinks is uh, one of the tougher ones for Republicans to win is 
this very Senate seat that we're talking about. And I feel like the gap's closing quickly and that Herschel Walker is going to win this race. What are your feelings? Yeah, you know, I'm not sure if he's going to win it outright. I think he'll get more votes on election night. But the problem is that, you know, we have a libertarian in that race that will draw away votes because this is kind of Trump v. Hillary in a certain extent because you know, nobody likes either of the candidates. Um, so there may be a runoff in that race. But I think, I think Herschel will end up pulling it off over um, over Warnock at the end of the day, because Warnock knows it was a fluke. And the only reason Warnock won is because Republicans just by and large stayed home in January uh, when he won that uh, special election and that runoff. Um, so I think Warnock knows that this is a fluke and that he's got to do everything he can. And, I mean, he's spending millions and millions and millions of dollars a week mm-hmm. lying, and that's his <laughs> only chance. So, so you think that uh, Warnock is, once this goes, if it does, to a special election, which is what they do if nobody has a majority in, in Georgia, then he's in trouble? Is that what you're saying? Oh, I think, I think he's in trouble. I think there's a chance that you know, Walker gets right over 50%. But I think if it's a runoff, you're gonna, it's going to be really hard to convince Democrats to go vote. You know, because driving to the polls costs three times as much as it did last year. Well, that's a good point, too. All right, Noah Ring, anything else you want us to know? Hey, I want to let you know that there's a lot of other races also that are, that are, fl- that are flashing. I mean, Oregon may elect, I mean, sorry, Washington State may elect a Republican senator. I think we're going to come around in January 2023. I think we're going to have more House members and more Senate members than we even imagined we would have. I feel like that's where the energy is going now, too. It's a wonderful, you know, it's like everyone strayed over the summer, and now now it's getting back down to the nitty-gritty, the things that decide elections, like the fact that one party is responsible for dramatically driving up the cost of living. Absolutely, and I, I hope Democrats are held accountable for this, which we know they need to be. But if Washington State flips, that is that is a huge shockwave to 2024, I mean, look, nobody thought Virginia would flip, and there's a lot of individual congressional seats that were safe D that are now going to toss-up and lean Republican, which it, I don't think the question is, will we win the House? I think the question is, by how much? I think it could be 30, 40, 50 seats. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I like it. How do we find you online? You can go to noahring.org. It has all my social media links. It has a link to my uh, email newsletter where I expose liberal bias every day of the week. Um, but And you can email me, noah at noahring.org, with any questions. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Noahring.org. Thank you, sir. Nice to talk with you. Good talking to you, Todd. Be good. We'll see you next week, Noah. Appreciate it. 860-522-9842. Rick in Weathersfield. Hi there. Hi. How you doing? Listen, I, I, I want to kind of talk about the same things that you know, your previous. Uh, um, that we were talking about with Noah just now? Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. in the sense that, you know, for uh, you know, for the last, going back to 1950, I mean, we've had like 10, 10 governors, they were, and half Republican, half, um, half Democrat, uh, four Republicans, five Democrats, four Republicans, one independent. They were all great candidates, they, and, and they, did, they, they all did well. And, you know, I, you know, compare all those guys, you know, and, one more, and Jody Rell and Ella Grasso, too, you know, um, to um, the current candidate, uh, the current governor that we have, and and compare that not just on the Connecticut level statewide, but now let's go nationally to Biden, and and look at what the Democratic Party did there and who they nominated and who's our current president, and you see, you know, just this huge change I think within the Democratic Party, both you know at the national level and the state level with respect to 
you know, in Connecticut. Uh, just they're candidates. Uh, they're not like the ones from the past. You're saying and, there's been an ideological shift that the left has gone way left and that I, people who are right. conservatives have become more deeply committed to the Constitution of the United States. Well, I, I, yes, I would agree with that. And I would go further to say that that the issues that the Democrats have always been hitting on over the years are really just not issues anymore. And when you look at the issues that the Republicans are, are bringing up, they're much more relevant and extensive. And they're just the Democrats are stuck in an old rut and they can't even find good candidates to kind of, you know, promote the, the small agenda now that, that they now have been reduced to. And, and, and I don't think, you know, the Democratic Party as a whole, like let's say at this, our state level or the national level, really, really sees how they've changed and how they but, can't But, Rick, the, uh, I view the Democrats in the opposite way, that they have a grand vision that they never had before quite so completely and concretely, and that is the utter decimation of the American system of government. They're now fully committed to the idea that taxpayer dollars should be used to buy all their votes, and that's a communist system of government. Yeah, I, I would agree with that, too, but I don't, I, I don't think many people kind of realize that yet. And and instead, you know, when it comes to them trying to do what they're supposed to do, bring up good issues, relevant issues, practical stuff, they're nowhere with respect to that, where they always used to be. And so I, I, I think the tide has really turned and they don't even realize it. Well, I hope you're right. And I hope that tide is coming in right now. Let's go to Dave in Branford. Thank you, Rick. Hi, Dave. Oh, sorry. I had to get off a speaker. Uh Todd, uh, all your listeners, nobody defended Biden's corny speech. Uh, a couple of brief points I'd like to make. The president seemed way confused about selling oil at $84 a, a barrel out of the SPR mm -hmm. and then rebuying it at $70. Mm -hmm. there, there's no indication that that's what's going to happen. It's more likely Russia will set off a nuke or poison gas in Kiev and the price of crude will go to 250 <laughs> before it goes back to 70 There is no and, telling what it will cost at the moment that it's needed. Yes, and it, plus that'll put an extra million dollars, uh, a million gallons a day at demand against the, you know, the open market of crude. Subsidizing the Ukraine war on behalf of Russia. Yes, yes. The president's very confused. Uh, this was a bad speech. Uh, the other thing is, uh, I, am I still there? You are. Oh, sorry. I heard beeping. Just go. Phone. We're running out of time. Uh, and when we move to the Green New Deal, I want it noted, you cannot store sun and wind and electricity. <laughs> we can't send a boatload of electricity to Germany and help them out in the winter. Crude oil is the way to go for the, a long time into the future. Oh, if I don't I, know. I, I bet the shipping costs on the uh, solar would be pretty cheap. No, no, you can't sell solar. You've got to bring electricity directly. Solar takes years to put that up on everyone's roof. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If you're just so practical, stop it now. Thank you so much for the call. 860-522-9842. The station Connecticut checks first for the latest weather. WTIC News Talk 1080. WTIC, good afternoon. Good afternoon. We haven't gotten rants going. We've got to start some rants. Wow. Democrats in Enfield, Connecticut must be running scared. There is a YouTube video of Democrats going at 1030 at night at the jug shop off of 190, taking down the Republican um, political signs and putting up Democratic signs. Obviously, they thought they would not get caught. Come on, is that real? Someone's got to say something, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to call the different stations, and I'm going to be a pest, because this is not right. Because I thought it was kind of odd in Enfield, Connecticut, that there isn't a lot of Republican signs off on the big main drag. Now I know why. The Democrats in Enfield, Connecticut are running scared. <laughs> Somebody send me that video, please. Todd at ToddTalk.com. Yes, I'm calling to warn people of Connecticut, please wake up. We don't want the same administration over and over and over. We don't want Ned Lamont. He's giving you a bunch of smoke and mirrors you're not watching. Do your homework. Ned Lamont, Dick Blumenthal, Chris Murphy. No, no, no. Get rid of them before it's totally too late. 
Gene, that is uh, beautifully articulated, and that is just right. And by the way, that's what the former Department of Public Health for Ned Lamont had to say. Oh, I listened to you and Tom mooning and cooing over Herschel Walker. You sounded like two teenage girls sighing over the local football captain. He was never a cop, an FBI agent, or a Secret Service agent. The man is a dope. Todd, he's adult. Well, that means he'll fit right in in the U.S. Senate, but he sure was shrewd and wonderful in that debate. I just want the people from Connecticut to realize what Ned Lamont is doing. Oh, wait a second. We're going to have to give this one more time a little bit later. Time for us to get a traffic update. WTIC. We're going to talk about a thing going on in West Hartford that we talked about last week. In just a moment, I want to finish up this rant, though. I just want the people from Connecticut to realize what Ned Lamont is doing. His ads are a bunch of lies, and I hope these Connecticut people can, you know, see through the smoke screen that he's lying about everything. Our taxes did go up. Bob Stefanowski would be our best choice. Because Bob will clean out just like Trump tried to do. So I'm hoping everybody's smart enough this time to watch and make sure they're not cheating like they did last time. So if we could do that, we should have Bob Stefanowski in there because he's definitely a better guy. Well, ain't that the truth? This lady has answered the call to run against Dick Blumenthal. I hope and I pray after Election Day, We'll be rid of Dick once and for all. Uh, Good rhymes on that one. Those hit home. All right, so in West Hartford, there's uh, Mark and and, um, Juan. They've been working for and telling us about it for a couple months, about trying to get to the bottom of the suicide of a teenage girl at school, the details of which have been covered up, from what I gather, by the by the city of West Hartford and the Board of Education. And there was another meeting this week, and here to fill us in on where things are at is Addie Lorden. She's a uh, mother in the community and, and joined us once before. Addie, thanks for being here once again. Thank you, Todd, for having me. Did I introduce you appropriately? Uh, I am a mom, that's for sure. Um been a mom um, in the school district, um, as my youngest has informed me. Uh, she'll be out in 2031. So in 2031, <laughs> that will be the start of my fourth decade. Pretty and good. Hopefully, it will be my last. So what? WHPS. What's um, What's the latest in your attempts, along with Mark and Juan and others, to get to the bottom of really just to create some transparency? It It strikes me that what's going on is that the Board of Education is looking at what's happened in the school system and the systemic response and they Mm -hmm. see themselves as having legal liability and in order to avoid their own legal liability and the embarrassment that would come along with its revelation and maybe the damage to their political activities they're covering it up and trying to hide from the people of West Hartford what went on around the death of this student. Is that your take on things? Tell me if I'm wrong. Well, I came into uh, this in terms of that poor student um, taking her own life 
um, later, um, myself and a couple of uh, other parents uh, questioned the um, distribution of public funds and the lack of response um, from the Board of Education. Now, I should preface this that when I say the Board of Education, I mean the entity of the Board of Education. As um, opposed to what? The as people? As opposed to individual members, because mm-hmm. I don't think an individual members are being told everything. And it has to be said that their legal, their corporation council, their first and foremost, their loyalty is to the town of West Hartford mm-hmm. and to West Hartford Public Schools. But that's the corporate council. The elected officials should be looking at things from the perspective of citizens and, trying to... And that's, and that's, that's the, the crux of it. Um, because they've been made fear answering the public, they don't answer the public. Um, and that has le- led to a lot of um, frustration and anger. On the I'm sorry, Addie, say it again. Why don't they respond to the public? Uh, because I believe and others believe that they are being told, they are being advised not to. And I'll give you an example. I There was a subcommittee meeting on Wednesday scheduled for 9 o'clock. The 9 p.m.? Oh, 9, 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Again, okay. a very strange time to have mm-hmm. a subcommittee when the members are volunteers and all have other jobs. Yes. Um, I turned up and was told it's supposed to be virtual only. It's like, well, nobody said. It doesn't say it's virtually only. Um, I tried to log in. I wasn't allowed to log in. <laughs> I was not allowed to enter this meeting. Uh-huh. Um, and then when I did finally log in, the meeting was Still in action, but nobody was there. I assumed it was, you know, executive session. And mm-hmm. I, like an Egypt, stayed there until 10.48, waiting for this meeting to resume, and it never did. The uh, And there was nobody there, else logged on? Uh, there were other people, but they were the subcommittee and legal counsel. And the interesting part is, the, one of the members, Mr. Chang, he was able to log in, uh, not log in through the Internet, but phone in. No phone numbers were made available on the public agenda, which only went up the bare scant 24 hours beforehand. Okay, no but when you logged into this online meeting and all the people, the subcommittee was there and the legal counsel was there, were they talking or what was going on? No. Um, when I finally got to log in, there they were talking, and then I mysteriously ended up out of the meeting. It could have been at the internet, um, and then I does this uh, does any of this help us with what went on this week with regard to the um, to the girl well, who that, who took it, her own life? Because that this is the transparency, and I think. Um, like I said, I don't believe that all members have been informed about what happened in Bristol. Okay, I'll take your word for it. I suspect that's true, but but still, well, the the imperative for them is. Here. But they should get to the bottom of it, and they should oh, absolutely. make it. Absolutely, and, and they should be transparent. For months, well, we've been calling for months for transparency. We have been uh, sending out FOIAs to 
um, see what's been going freedom on. Freedom of information request. Freedom of information. Uh, okay, so they're and, not they're not coming clean. And with regard no. to the the girl, and you know, I I gave you my concern that they're basically the elected officials are covering up what happened because that's what they're being told to do by legal counsel yes. and, and you're giving be. a parallel story that seems to confirm that and and that seems to have been the norm for the past few years is that we we deny we don't acknowledge and we deny we and being the elected officials of the town yes, who are supposed absolutely. to be reporting back so how do we yes. how do we pressure them do you think in west hartford to be well, open and honest about what happened to this girl first and foremost I think parents need to realize that we are the ones with the power. They are there to serve us. They are there to answer the questions we bring them. And uh, the funny but this part requires was, some level of courage on the part of parents or absolutely. determination. And parents are called political operatives. They're called manic and rigid. Um, they're called all kinds of things almost to the point where they're still believing, and I'm saying elected officials, that Merrick Garland, his memo saying that they could deem parents who questioned as domestic terrorists, they still believe that that's okay. Oh, so they're using that as their operating model, you think? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, You know, and parents are scared that there will be retaliation if you ask questions. Last night we had to listen to um, Tracy Wilson tell us that coming and complaining to the board, we, we don't like democracy. Well, that's democracy in action. When you come with a problem, you say there's a problem, the board goes and investigates, see if there's merit. It sounds like they're they the ones do who it. don't like democracy. Absolutely. And can somebody please explain to me what this Little or is because is it is it some kind of secret society because that came out several times last night. I'm sorry, the little I'm what? Little or, what what does that stand for? I'm a little or. What is that? You're saying I'm or o a r? No, the letter or. R like yes. you're a little Republican. Is that what that means? Because I don't I'm know. Sorry, in part that would years, be a big I, R. So what's the little or? I don't know. Because <laughs> that's all uh, Miss Wilson kept saying. I'm a little or. I don't know. It must Biden, be good, though. It sounds like a compliment. Know, and then, you know, Miss Biden stood up and said, you know, declared she was the state senator. She didn't declare she was the commissioner of early childhood or that she was the employer of the chairperson of the board, Lorna Farquharson. So where's the transparency? It sounds like a lot of trouble. So wh- how do how do we get to the how do we force them to be transparent with regard to what happened to this girl in school? Because this is a concern of parents, a legitimate concern. What, how does these how do the professionals in the building respond when a suicidal young teenage girl successfully kills herself at school? It's tragic, and I hate to even say those words, but. They need to be out there so that this can be reported and people can hold their elected officials responsible and not allow them to cover up. Well, first of all, I think parents 
we need to demand stop making motions that we can't speak at these meetings. That's and and that's what happened this week, were they pursuing... Oh, well, they had the first reading of a motion that they put forward whereby public comment would only have to be about the agenda, first and foremost, and then at the end, if it was the 21 minutes was up, then they'd have to wait until the end. Also, they were going to give more power to the chairperson to have Cut people, people off. removed. Oh. So, so and this is the trouble. With that. They're so trying to care. use the they're trying to use the public process right oh. now to justify shutting off the public process moving forward because they don't like having a public mm-hmm. process. Mm-hmm. And and, um, and part they, of their and they're being driven by their love of democracy. Absolutely. Oh yes, because you know if you complain, you're you're not. You you don't like democracy if you come and complain. You're supposed to only go there and praise <laughs> so and talk agree. about a great job they're yeah, doing. Yeah. No, because yeah. after 30 years, if I'm coming up and I'm speaking at the podium, and by the way, the whole thing about we can't wait for you know these people to speak. I stood there after biopsies and surgery and during treatment to speak. I've taken time from my family. So I'm not sh- everybody has their story. We all have to make sacrifices for what we believe in. I don't care what their political background is, but when people are repeatedly turning up and telling you there is a problem, there mm-hmm. is a huge problem, we need these, these, these problems to be looked at, we need them to be investigated, we need to stop being combative and hostile when parents and residents tell you that there are problems. We are not politically motivated. We are scared for our children. And it is not up to the teachers to take care of this problem. It's not up to the teachers to take the blame for the problem. This is an administrative problem. And, the and it, time that's what the Board of Education is for, and they should be working yes. with parents and to... And the Board of Education does not answer to the, to the superintendent. The superintendent is supposed to answer to the mm. Board of Education. They and seem intimidated. The pro- every every yes. other school district, everybody I speak to go, first of all... The all right, I'm sorry, Addie, I've, I've got to hold you there. I, I appreciate you filling us in, Addie Lorden is a parent in West Hartford and, 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 as you can hear, is active trying to pressure the school board, the Board of Education in West Hartford, to be transparent and to support parents instead of work against them, which it sounds like is going on. Addie, thank you so much for being here. I want to get a couple more rants in, if we can, before we have to wrap up the hour. The best part of having a Democrat president is that after... January 20 of the election year. There's never a crisis in homelessness in America. <laughs> the crisis of Africa. Hey, Todd, American Patriot here today. And today's rant is about Donald Trump. Now, he instructed his aides to downplay the coronavirus and to tell the CDC to downplay it all because he didn't want the economy to shut down for a couple yeah. of weeks because he wanted to get reelected. Well, he was he was correct that that uh, that's exactly what should have transpired. Thank you for reminding us. All these people that are tearing down these statues, 
and taken apart our history should be ashamed and put in jail. It's our history. Not all of us want them torn down. That's for sure. Thank you for that. 860-522-9842. Rant line number 860-751-4698. That's all the time we have for today. We'll see you again tomorrow. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.